Welcome to The Bargain Basement Butterflies Presents Beyond the Doorway. I'm your host, Buzzley, and on this podcast, I interview friends of mine about their personal paranormal stories. Then I take clips of those interviews and I put them to music. Don't you dare to off the light. There's something out in the night. In through open windows and down dark hallways. There's something just beyond the doorway. There's something just beyond the doorway. There's something just Hello, welcome back to Beyond the Doorway, presented by the Bargain Basement Butterflies. I'm your host, Buzzley. This is episode four, Edwin and the Spectral Cat, with Mark and Jeannie Pittner. That's right, today we have a special show because we have two guests. I first met Mark from the Irish music scene at some events. He plays in a duo called Hey the Reckoning. They invited me to sit in with them to play Bowron on one of their shows, and it was a lot of fun. I met Jeannie a little later at a party. During the course of the evening, they both told us about a story, the one that you're going to hear today. When I was putting things together and asking individuals if they'd like to be a part of this project, I had remembered this story, and I asked them if they would do it. And they said that they would, so I'm very grateful for that. Toward the end, we kind of go into a tangent talking about cats. But it comes back around. And I just love cats, so I left it in. Please welcome today's guest, Jeannie and Mark Pittner. So when I was talking to you on the phone about this, you were talking about how when the things were kind of getting started, I guess, it was kind of like you were just kind of dismissing it as coincidences or whatever. Do you want to just kind of walk me through just kind of starting when it started and then kind of walking me through it again? Well, it, it started before even I came in the picture because how long did you have the house before we got married? I had had the house uh, about four years. Me and my kids moved into the house as a rent purchase sort of deal. And it was a neighborhood that everyone was related to everyone else. And I don't know. <laughs> they didn't want to keep this house in the family but for some reason they didn't so I was going to rent and buy it I didn't have the money to buy it finance it at the time so I was just going to rent do some improvements as I can and eventually buy it and my kids were all young at the time and my daughter kept telling me about this invisible friend that she had you know how kids do right oh okay how nice what's your invisible friend up to and uh what's what's their name and she said his name is ed edwin and uh he just talked to me sometimes and blah 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 and then we would i would find cabinets open in the morning and she said oh edwin probably did that and sometimes when we would be watching TV, either the sound would go up just all by itself, 
with the remote sitting on the coffee table to an unbearable level where the channels would start changing on the TV. And she said, oh, uh, Edwin's just playing tricks on you. And sometime we'd be sitting there watching TV and the front door would open. Oh, wow. Really old house. And just things aren't making contact in the latch, you know. And one night we were watching TV and the front door opened. And I got up and shut it. And a few minutes later, the front door opened again. And I got up and shut it. And then the front door opened again. And I got up and I shut it. And I said, damn it, Edwin, leave the door closed. I'm tired of getting up. And the door didn't open anymore that night. So anyway, I I was tired of that. Leave it closed. I was tired of that. Yeah, nothing really bad ever happened. You know, it was just little little pranks like that. But I was continually finding things rearranged in the kitchen mainly. And um, cabinet doors open. And we had a cat and a dog. And I figured the animals were pawing them open looking for food in the middle of the night. Right. Things like that. Hi. One of my sons, Jeremy, he had kind of always wanted to learn how to play the guitar and Mark plays. And so he decided that he would teach Jeremy how to play. So he was sitting in Jeremy's bedroom on the bed with Jeremy and me and the other (laughs) kids were kind of sitting in chairs away from them. Uh, We had these balances over the window that had a bunch of stuffed animals on top of them. Uh-huh. And, uh, there was a collection of California raisins sitting on top of them. It was pretty good ways away from the bed. Uh, but one of those California raisins didn't just fall off the, the balance. It went flying across the room and hit Mark. Oh, wow. And we all just kind of looked at each other. And Mark's like, well, time for me to go. Because he had been making fun of Edwin. Right? We had kind of joked about it when he'd come over and the TV would change channels or the volume would change or the door would open. Right. Heather said that's her invisible friend. She'd tell Mark about her invisible friend. So he'd joke about Edwin a lot. <laughs> and and so he's like, well, time for me to go. Edwin doesn't, and I don't think Edwin liked Mark because things started escalating when Mark came in the picture. Oh, wow. I and, done pissed them off. Yeah. And then one, uh, and we had decided to get married, I think, when that happened. So um, anyway, we were getting ready to go somewhere. And our back door, we went through our laundry room. So um, we decided to leave. And we all went out first. And Mark was bringing up the rear. And um, as soon as he walked through the laundry room, the whole ceiling fell down on him. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> great, great, you know, ceiling tile kind of ceilings. Oh, okay. But it, it waited until he got in there to fall down on him. So uh, anyway, I, that kind of distressed me. I think I was thinking that things were kicking up with Edwin. Edwin. So, uh, right. 
anyway, that's the story of Edwin. Uh, I ended up having him exercise. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and it, and it worked. It pissed him off, but it worked. A friend of mine told me about a card reader she had seen uh -huh. and uh, went to see the card reader. And she told me some things to do, like put salt around the house and take a shower with this some kind of special soap, say and write on parchment paper the Lord's Prayer and put it at every entrance and every window. Okay. So I did that, walked around the house with the big thing of salt. I'm sure my neighbors thought I was crazy, but I tried to do it as quickly <laughs> as possible and took that shower and went to sleep. I waited until the kids were with my ex-husband too, so they wouldn't think I was crazy. Anyway, um, that night I slept really, really good. Um, but apparently there was a big storm that night, uh, a bad storm with lightning because um, when I got up the next morning and I had gone uh, this house came with a little mother-in-law's house and uh, one of my best friends at the time was living and renting my little mother-in-law's house. Mm -hmm. So I went next door to have coffee with her and one of the neighbors came out and said, do you want us to help you move that tree? And I was like, what? And she said, that big dogwood tree. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, you need to look in your backyard. And outside my bedroom window was a big dogwood tree that had a, a bifurcated trunk. And apparently the lightning had struck that tree and it split it in half. And the dogwood tree fell within inches of my bedroom window. Oh, wow. So I don't know if that was Edwin getting mad because he couldn't get back inside the house or what. Right. Oh, wow. Anyway, we moved the tree. We, for other reasons, we never had any occurrences anymore. Um, and one day, a little while after that, Heather came through and she looked like she was kind of perturbed and sat down on the couch with her arms crossed. And I said, what's wrong, Heather? And she said, I'm mad. I hadn't seen, seen Edmund in a long time. And I said, without even thinking, I said, oh, I had him exercise. And she said, what? You exercised my friend? And I said, I'm causing a lot of trouble for us. And she just stomped <laughs> off. We, we never had any problems with kitchen door, drawers or doors open, cabinet doors opening, or the front doors opening, or anything after that. We did move, though, not for those reasons, for other reasons. And I had not noticed it when we moved in, but um, in the um, garage, uh, part of it had a concrete slab. And in the far back corner of the concrete um, was the initials EC in the concrete where, you know, like somebody put their initials in when it was the wet. So Edwin Carden. Yeah, the, it was Carden Street and everybody on the street's name was Carden. So. Oh, 
for us. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking that it might have been Edwin Carden. Okay. And I looked up, and there used to be an Edwin Carden on that street. So did you find any specific thing about Edwin, or was it just like you knew that person existed? Uh, it was like an obituary type thing. I didn't find out anything. Um, you know, no untoward events. Right. I didn't find out that he was murdered in the house. We did pull up some old carpet and we found some suspicious looking, look like blood, old blood, rust colored stains on the tile floor. Oh, wow. So I don't know if maybe he had fallen and hit his head or if it was just rust colored stains on the tile. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't so know. from the time that your daughter started mentioning him, like, kind of tell me how much time was it from when she started talking about it to when you finally accepted that there was something there? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I really accepted it when I said, damn it, Edwin, leave the door alone. And it didn't okay. do it more that night. I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I had experienced a little bit of the TV volume thing and you know I blew it off as maybe someone's remote is interfering with ours or got it right. I've seen the the one summer the door was open but the screen door was was closed and it opened by itself and I thought well, maybe the wind had did it but I didn't you know say oh well, this might be rail until when the California raisins flew at me. Uh, that's when I accepted that something was in the house. <laughs> so, Mark, I'm curious what kind of things you were saying to him. <laughs> I'll just, you know, Heather would say something, and I, you know, I just blow it off, and oh, you know, it's a bunch of hooey, right? You know, just you know, little stuff like that. And, sing a goofy little song to Edwin, you know. <laughs> and it, where it kind of upset her because I was not validating her beliefs. Right. Which wasn't very nice of me. But. So when you got uh, when you got hit by this raisin? <laughs> it, you know, there was different raisins, but it, this was the raisin that had the saxophone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember. Was it, did you, did you suddenly feel, did you feel like attacked or was it just like, well, I better be quiet or what was kind of the feeling? No, I just kind of got up and said, well, it's, I, I'm going to have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it didn't hurt, you know. Right. Even the, the ceiling didn't really hurt because it was, you know, it was, soft ceiling tiles you know right freaked me freaked me out but it didn't hurt so i mean those are the only two incidents where anything got you know i never felt touched or um there's one 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 or two times that you know the temperature in the room got colder than what it should have been um, was it like really colder or just a little? 
Well, I'd say, you know, at least 10 degrees where it was noticeable. Right. So, never heard, I never saw, a, you know, a physical manifestation or anything. Got it. Didn't hear any, any um, of course, that's way before, you know, anyone knew to do EVP, you know. Right. So we didn't try any of that kind of stuff. So this was back in, we were just starting to date, so I was there around 92, 93 when all this was going on. Okay. So. So, okay. Uh, so, Jeannie, how, like, how long did the process of like the exercising go with the, and the, all the stuff you're doing around the house as far as like the salt and the, all that kind of stuff? Well, I just did it that night. And oh, just that night? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, she gave me the soap. Uh, so I have no idea what was in it. I know it burned. Oh. It, it took the top layer of my skin off. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. But, uh, then it had to be parchment paper, which I didn't have any. So I had to go buy some parchment paper. Okay. Uh, you know, I bought real parchment. Um and I had to buy real containers of salt without iodine in it. So I had to gather my supplies and then I had to wait till the weekend that my husband had the kids because I didn't want them to, I didn't want them to see me doing this. You know, this is right. kind of, I think it would have been kind of traumatic for them at the ages they were. Now, was, was Heather the only one that experienced anything um, with your no. kids? Well, I mean, all of us experienced, like, you know, the TV thing and the door right. stuff. But, um, and Heather was telling her us it was her invisible friend doing that. So I guess apparently the they had conversations because, you know, she said, I didn't talk to them. Okay. Does she remember any of that? Um, she says now that she vaguely remembers it, but not, a, she doesn't remember specific conversations. Uh, and she doesn't really remember getting mad at me about exercising me. But yeah, I did it in one night, and, uh, you know, one afternoon that I was told to take the shower first. Uh, put the protection over the door, any entrance to the house. And then walk around the house with the salt and make a ring of salt around the house. And I did all that. And that's all I did. And I walked in, had a nice, quiet evening, and went to bed. So, as far as the California raisin goes, I was sitting where the California raisin was up on top of that ballast was about eight to 10 feet. From where I was, okay. So, I was, yeah. I mean, if it had just been like you know, someone bumped into it or, and it fell off, it would just gone, you know, kaplunk. It, 
maybe arched, you know. Right. Something maybe. But, I mean, this was, you know, like someone had taken a baseball, except it just happened to be a California race. And because <laughs> it came with some vim and vigor. Oh, wow. It wasn't just like a, a lob or something falling off. Because it, it would have never hit me if it had just fallen off. Now, did you see it flying at you or it just oh, yeah. hit you? <laughs> you know, being standing on the, the ballast there, and then it wasn't. It was hurling at me. Oh, man. <laughs> that would really freak me out. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was one of the most freaky things that's ever happened in my life, so. You said you, you moved from that place, right? So you're not there now. <laughs> no. Okay. Now we're dealing for where we're living now. We have a spectral cat. But yeah, you said something about it. Tell me more about that. Well, it's just, we've got the orange tabby that you saw, and then we got our tuxedo cat, which, you know, is black and white mainly black and so first time i saw it she's she tries to be a little escaper the punk in the tabby really doesn't try to get outside i mean she'll look outside and go no don't know that place <laughs> but boo actively tries to to escape and so first time i saw it it just whoosh. I was going up. We have a split foyer. And so going up into the bedrooms, you had to make two steps to, uh, there's like, you know, the entry, uh, the front door, and we got a little entryway there. And then, like, if you go straight, you'd hit the kitchen. If you turn right, you go into our living room. And if you, turn left before you get to the kitchen door and you go up to the where the bedrooms are. And so I was going to get uh, something from the bedroom and the hallway was kind of dark. Um, and I just saw this, you know, little black cat running like past me because Jeannie was going out to get something outside. Okay. And I, you know, I yelled to her because it made the little corner at the step and was heading down towards the, uh, you know, where Jeannie was in the entryway. And I said, close the door, close the door. Here comes Boo. And uh, said, that's not Boo. Boo's laying in the pillow by the window in the, in the dining room. So I, sure enough, I went and... <laughs> Looked and Boo been you know sound asleep and it wasn't Boo. Wow, Punky was in the in the living room, and uh, so every once in a while, uh, sometimes you'll see it just split second, kind of shadowy, almost like a little shadow cat. Uh, our daughter's seeing it. Yeah, Heather's seen it when she's come to visit. Jeannie's seen it a few times. Uh, the freakiest part about it 
before we started seeing it, we felt it. Yeah, that's the first thing. Yeah. Uh, like you'd be laying in bed and you feel something pop up on the bed. And then you know how a cat needs. Like yeah. You'd feel that. And sometimes and I would curl hear, up and lay down. Yeah, curl up and lay down. I reach over to pet it. There's nothing there. Oh, man. So uh, that's kind of weird, too. I mean, yeah. you can't physically touch it, but it can physically manipulate the needing. I don't know. It, I don't understand the physics behind that, but. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, it doesn't happen all. It's not like weekly or it'll be like. We're hoping it's a, a spirit cat. Yeah, we hope. Oh. I don't want it to be anything else. Sometimes. <laughs> Pretending to be a cat. I, I don't know. But it it's, you know, it's just every once in a while kind of occurrence. Doesn't happen every day. Doesn't happen every week. Um, well, so every once in a while. Do you, do you know if the previous owners had a cat? You don't know anything about the people that really live. We've had several cats that have passed away here. Yeah. We are we love our pooty cat. So. Do you have two cats right now? Well, no, no. three. We have three, actually. One's a prisoner <laughs> upstairs. Actually, it's feral. Oh really? On the feral. I would. I've never. Well, I have been able to pet her when she's. We had to take her to the, the vet. Um, but she was feral outside. I'd feed her, and she finally got where she get like two feet from. I wouldn't be able to pet her, but uh, named her Clementine, and she's she's a little bit older cat. Um, she'd been released, released from McKamey Animal Hospital because they, they clipped the ears when they She's a spay and release. Spay and release. And huh. she just, you know, found our house. So uh, we started, I started taking care of her. Kind of like the, uh, uh, what was it, the bobcat that you tried to oh, yeah. tame? That was <laughs> That was a, at that, that Carter Street. Street house, he, he tried, started feeding this feral cat. And one day he showed it to me and I, he said, there it is, walking across. I was like, what? That's a bobcat. What? <laughs> That's crazy. That's a bird. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, Clementine. She's she, not a bobcat. She, uh, she doesn't hear well. And uh, she's not completely deaf, but she's almost deaf. She's getting about a foot from me when I feed her now. Still can't pet her, but I'm thinking one day maybe I'll, I'll be able to. She she tries to meow, meow to me now, and she looks forward to when I bring her. You know, she outside before she got injured she just got dry food but now she's getting wet food and she really gets stuck look at all anyway that's about Clementine cool. do they experience like with the 
ghost cat or the spectral cat, have your other cats like reacted to it at all? I mean, there's a lot of times um, Pumpkin is kind of my cat. She and Boo is more Jeannie's cat. And uh, but every once in a while, both of them, if we're holding them, they'll look towards, you know, the entryway. So we, we've got, uh, we're in the dining room now, and over here to my left is a French door, and then we have French doors on the other entrance at the entry, you know, in the entryway going into the, to the living room also. And sometimes, uh, you know, they'll stare into the entryway for a long time. Okay. We can't see anything there, but sometimes Boo or Punky will stop in the entryway and look up in the hallway going to the bedrooms uh-huh. um, and just sit there for a long time just staring. And um, Sometimes Boo acts really weird, like she won't go in a room unless I go with her. I don't know if it's because of the ghost cat or not. Well, I, I think that's all the questions I had. Well, thank you, Mark and Jeannie, for doing this. Um, I really appreciate it. If you like what you have heard so far today, please take the time to rate and review the show. For more music from the Bargain Basement Butterflies, please visit Bandcamp or your favorite digital media store. If you are interested in merch, visit TeePublic and search for the Bargain Basement Butterflies. Now let's talk about this week's song. Thank you so much, Mark and Jeannie. I really appreciate you taking the time to, to do this interview, and it was a lot of fun catching up. For this week's song, it takes many turns in a very abstract, avant-garde sort of way. Really, there's two stories to be told here, and I wanted to do something for both of those stories, so I hope you enjoy. Here's this week's song, Edwin and the Spectral Cad. My daughter kept telling me about this invisible friend. Oh, okay, how nice. What's your invisible friend up to? What's their name? And she said, it was Edwin. I would find cabinets open in the morning. And she said, oh, Edwin probably did that. And one night we were watching TV and the front door opened. And I got up and shut it. And a few minutes later, the front door opened again. And I got up and shut it. And then the front door opened again. And I got up and I shut it. And I said, damn it, Edwin, leave the door closed. Once over, the door was open, but the screen door was, was closed. And it opened by itself. And I thought maybe the wind. And I didn't blow it off. One or two times the you know the temperature in the room got colder than what it should have been. It was her invisible friend. 
apparently they had conversations because she said, you know, she said, I didn't talk to them. I ended up having an exercise. And it worked. It pissed him off, but it worked. But apparently there was a big storm that night. Uh, a bad storm with lightning. Outside of my bedroom window was a big dogwood tree. And apparently the lightning had struck that tree and it split it in half. And the dogwood tree fell within inches of my bedroom window. I don't know if that was Edwin getting mad because he couldn't get back inside the house. Edwin Carden. Edwin Carden. Edwin Carden. Edwin Carden. Edwin Carden. Edwin Carden. Now we're dealing for where we're living now. We have a spectral cat. First time I saw it, and so I was going to get something from the bedroom in the hallway was kind of dark. I just saw this, you know, little black cat. Before we started seeing it, we felt it. You feel something pop up on the bed. Sometimes I would hear up and lay down. Yeah, curl up and lay down. I reached over to pet it. There's nothing there. Thank you for fluttering in to this week's episode of Beyond the Doorway. Thank you to today's guest for taking the time to be a part of this project. And thank you, the listener, for taking the time to listen. See you next time. Have a good week.